you're on with Dr. Fraser Crane. Is this recording? Eric, it's Friday. No! <laughs> it is. Um, I just want to set the tone. This is the tone. I felt it. What? <laughs> I felt ill the past three days. So did I. Still getting over it a little bit. I'm just saying, you know, my voice a little... Same here. I don't know if you can hear that. Oh, you did hear it in my voice? Well, in mine, too. I'm saying. Oh. I'm a little raspy. Oh, well, it's raspy cast. A little bit of rasp cast. Welcome to rasp cast. It is Friday, December 20th. Pre-holiday cast. Mm-hmm. Happy days holidays. Uh, so I hope nothing big happens. It tends to not the week before Christmas. I hope nothing big happens. That's, Half-Life 3 is out. I always say that out. and like something happens like right after the Half-Life show. Half-Life 3 is out today. Uh, games. Yeah. We had games, media, The Witcher came out. Yeah. You were watching it. I watched it. some of it. You like it? I do like it. You enjoy it? I, Henry Cavill is really good as Geralt. He has a strong chin. I gotta admit, when they first showed that teaser... It looks better than Henry that. Henry Cavill walks out, long white hair. They look like he got from Party City. That's my favorite tweet about that. Was like, they're like, the armor looks great. Why did they buy the wig at Party City? <laughs> yeah, like everything else looked fantastic, but they last minute they were just telling Henry, like, listen, just throw this on, please. And then he walked out. Did he drink a potion in that one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he drank like I don't know, uh, some water or whatever it was. <laughs> then he walked away, and I was thinking, wow, There's this is a- gonna be something special. Just. Making fun of the hair, I think, which is like they like to knock on the hair thing. Oh, I love there, it. There's like a scene early on where he's hunting, um, like a satyr or something, and he tackles it, and he's like, "Did your mother fuck a goat?" And it rips his hair out and goes, "Did your mother fuck a snowman?" Jeez. <laughs> oh, I gotta watch that. <laughs> that's, <laughs> it's a good show. That's some, that's some good stuff. That's good banter. Ooh, well, this one for those who are listening is not based on the games. It's based, based on the, on the novels, books. Which you, you and I have both read, so we we at yeah. least have that frame of reference. Yeah. I think I, I enjoy them. There's definitely some influence from the game in there, like in terms of visual style and stuff. I think there's a lot of parallel that C D Project Reg drew. And I'm even more impressed because with the games, from what they took from the books and what they made their own, they just did a hell of a good job. Totally. Witcher three is my game of the decade. That's a good pick. It is. I think just my, overall. I think my game of the decade is Persona Four Golden. Uh, Ooh, got that. Got that Persona Four. Yeah, baby. I've never played a single Persona. Should I buy Persona Four Golden? Uh, is that what, a Vita title though? It is. What I would do. Well, I, can't, I can't find those around well, then, anymore. Here's here's the thing. And if you you do want to give it a shot, um, I'll just give you the cart and my PSTV. That thing that's like the Vita guts that you plug in with an HDMI cable. Oh, you were telling me about yeah, this. And you could just play it with a PS4 or a PS3 controller. Should, should I? Yeah, I'll totally. I'll give you what you need to do so. But should I? It's a great. It's a fantastic game. Oof. How does it compare to Five? Um, I think it's very much the precursor to what Five is. Five Five is fantastic. I think Four. I think the characters are a little bit stronger, and despite it being. And as I know, like, from some of your taste in, like, anime and stuff like that... I know my taste in um, anime. What was this? I think you'd enjoy it, because it's more of a slice-of-life story. Uh, mm-hmm. It ta- all takes place in this small... Whereas, whereas five takes place in Tokyo. Yeah. Uh, four takes place in the fictional countryside town of Inaba, and it is a murder mystery. Anthology series meaning it's just completely separate from one another? They all take place in the same universe. Oh, what? Um, so does the fictional country exist? Three, three, four, and five all take place in the same universe. We know that much for sure. Games like Persona for like Persona Arena have seen like pure on crossover with the characters. They're all set like decades apart though. I shouldn't have called it an anthology. It's not an anthology at all. But I'm interested. It's uh four is definitely like one of the strongest. The narrative is just so good. It it does this really good job of being upbeat at times and then like 
being really weird. Yeah. Getting weird with it. And all those Persona games are such great character studies. Well, it's made by Atlas, right? Yeah. The same team as Shin Megami Tensei. Correct. Things, I'm, sure for... things, I'm sure things get a little Persona, strange. Persona 4 Golden is actually the first title in the Persona series that ditched uh, Shin Megami Tensei. Before that, all of those games were Shin Megami Tensei, Persona, Persona 3. Well, they also had, what was it? Um... The original Persona 4 was, the PS2 one was Shin Megami Tensei Persona, Persona 4. When it was released on the Vita as Persona 4 Golden, it dropped the Shin Megami Tensei subtitle. Well, they even had um, Shin Megami Tensei uh, Nocturne and a couple of others too yes. under that moniker. Plus There's a lot of Shin Megami Tensei games. It actually hasn't been a Shin Megami Tensei game announced in a while, but who knows? Well, at least the Persona games have taken off. Persona is good. You got Royal coming out soon. Yes. That's cool. But I'm not here to talk about Persona. I'm here to talk about end of the year. Stuff. 2019. This is going to be our last 2019 podcast. New year, new us. We're going to do a game of the year podcast in the, the first week in January because that's how we roll. Yeah, but we're going to give you all the nice categories, all the juiciness of the Gekis, um, because you can't end 2019 without fictional awards that we had made up. Yeah, not like an hour or two before this either. No, not at all. I was thinking about it all week. I did make the categories up at the beginning of the week, and I got into the nitty-gritty today. I was literally thinking, I can't go to Rich and say Donkey Kong Country 2. I can't, because I feel like I get hit. It's the game of, of a lifetime. Yeah, well, yeah, yes. Well, yes, of course. It In is, my head... Katamari is always the game of the year. I saw that. I saw you tweeted that. I said, Rich. I, I let out a chuckle. I said, oh, Rich. <laughs> so that's totally true. Um, no, but I have been thinking about just games, because there has been also heavy hitting questions, like what what also has been both. the best game of the decade? And I was thinking, woof. That's a, that's a big one. It's, a, it's such a big question. Huge. We're, we're both going to do written, uh, 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 top, we do top tens. Yeah, let's just top. keep it at top tens. Okay, I'm gonna try and get that. Top uh, tens are usually easy. Get that mine up probably like the day after Christmas. I don't know where you're at in terms. My of top. I can to write that. I could do that. Top ten. Those are fun articles to write. Top tens are top tens are engaging. Um, my top I get ten. To gush. My top ten too. I don't know. Do you structure your list as like a ten working up to one? Like no. From worst to bad? Done, I usually just do top ten of like I love I, all these games. Yeah, what I've done in the past when I used to do the list for Destructoid every year, um, I think my first year at Destructoid I did it in that sense. But after that, I found myself more comfortable doing a, in no particular order, here are my 10 favorite games of this year. Yeah, that's what I like doing, too. I, I don't know. I think I think it's difficult to position yourself. Even in writing, it's hard, because you write you pigeonhole yourself sometimes. I don't know. If I write that a game is number nine on my list, and then I'm writing such great things about it, and then I get to number two, but then I'm writing such great things and say, yeah, but this could have been better sometimes, you know? As much as I know? like to do, like, my Adam Sessler voice and be like, clock's in at number nine. Wow. I'm sure he appreciates that too. I love, I love Adam. Don't mess with the Cess. Don't mess with the Cess. I love him. I understand why he left games, or at least that They're space. Hard. They drew, they drove his hair out. Yeah, the fans did. It's the people. They drove him out there. Yeah, they're awful. But that being said, we love Don't you. At me. We love you, our loyal listeners. I think um, you're dog shit. <laughs> but we are gonna come out with a top ten list. Um, yeah. But for right now, we wanted to just give you the geckies. Some of the best of the best so, of the year with the categories yeah, before, that Rich had conjured up here. Before we talk about what we actually played this week, I figure since for this show we could just run you down what our categories are going to be. Yeah, I like that. I like that. You know, instead of what have what have we played this week, let's talk about what have we played this year oh, that makes the list. I'm actually really mad you didn't play Katana Zero. I'm sorry. <laughs> I did. No, I, no, oh, no, no. Oh, Red is what you did play. Okay. No, what? Oh, God, yeah. I got it. I was like... I, so, I started going up, and I saw, like, Sekiro, and I'm like, I know you played Sekiro. Rich had made this list of the, we were going through the categories and the games, and I said, listen, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm going to mark the games that I have, but he thought all the games I had marked were the ones I have not played, and that's about 90% of the games on this list. 
<laughs> Can you imagine? All the red is just I'm what already, I have not I'm touched. already cutting. I'm not going to name what's in the category tonight. But I I'm, thought you were just going to say, I'm cutting. I'm cutting them down because I want them no, to be in your consideration. No, I want this to be in your consideration. I want that game to be in your consideration. I want Judgment to be in your consideration. Okay, that was I'll a big impact on I, you. I do like Judgment Because what lot. if you like it It's enough. still sitting on your shelf, man. Um, I know it is. I'm not. <laughs> go back in the episode when we recorded it. I said, you're probably not going to get it for a yeah, while. Yeah, I know. I gave um, you Resident Evil back. That's true. You did. No, no, I'm not saying, like, I need it back. I'm just saying, like, it's there, man. I it's literally there. just tried justifying myself for not giving you back your property. Uh, What's um, your end game, man? Oh, you know. Um, uh, so, yeah. Category-wise, we're looking at best narrative, which seems like a given. Yep. Um, best action game. Going to do a best RPG and best shooter. These are all pretty obvious ones. Uh, ongoing game, I think we're going to both land in the same place in ongoing game. Probably. Um, well, I, yeah. It's the second one down for me right now. I don't know. <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, that's it. Uh, that's fighting game. game. Yeah, that's uh, easy for me too. That's the same here. Uh, best multiplayer game. Best original soundtrack. That one's actually going to be a fun discussion. This one's going to be hard. I actually read it and I said, woof. I, you know what? I actually did and listen to, fair, to this soundtrack. The only one I did you haven't played, you could beat in about an hour. No, I listen, but I listened to the music. Which is the whole thing. Yeah, I actually listened for to For that it. category, at least. So, I'm in. I'm in for oh. it. Uh, best sound design. Best narrative. That'll be another bigger discussion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, indie standout. Best moment. Uh, which oh. that's, that's the rich hour. Yeah. I, I'm so sorry. Best old game. Uh, which, th- th- there'll be some talk to have there. Yeah, no, definitely. That's worth You know what? I'm going <laughs> to... I'm so sorry. I, I have to. Uh, and finally, we will do a, an overall game of the year. Which most you played most of those ones? So that's I good. did. I did play most of these. I know the one that I I know the one that's going to be contentious. I'm just going to say it. The one that's going to be contentious in conversation will be Control. Totally. Um, because I know you loved it. I loved it, but I just uh, haven't. Gotten there's also it. so many games in this category that I love that like I think it will. I don't think it's gonna. I think it's gonna get cut. I us. have a feeling. I mean, I'm in that exact headspace. I think even if I did play Control, genuinely, I'm sure it's an incredible game, and I'm sure it's on the docket. But when I played this game this year, I knew it was game of the year. Like I, I absolutely like no judging, just no memeing. It, it was, the, was one. the the it was the one you know you know, as they say. And the geki goes to. And the geki, you know what? Let's just do it now. The geki goes to me. Um, but yeah, I, I I knew that that game would be my game of the year. And there was some stiff competition for it too. Some came close, but none swayed me the way that it's actually funny. Not there were plenty of games this year. But uh, when I go back and, like, look at what I played this year, nothing is, like, this overwhelming, oh, my God, this is definitely the one for me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Um, but there was a lot of great games. And I'm just thinking ahead, too. Spring 2020 is stacked March. out. I'm going to just die in March. March. has to calm down. It needs to fucking settle. March fuck has down. to calm down. It's ridiculous at this point. There's so many titles there that could qualify for Game of the Year 2020 alone that I'm not sure what I'm going to do with myself. I barely have finished 2019. I can't catch up anymore. Having having a an income to at least purchase some video games is the biggest curse that adulthood. I, I think I was talking about Mar- I was talking about March to my friend Ray, and I'm like, yeah, too many games in March. He's like, yeah, I know, uh, Persona 5 and Cyberpunk, and I'm like, do you think that's all there is? You uh, fool! Uh, that's you cute. absolute buffoon! I, if somebody, t- I would said that's cute. You're you're playing ignorant with me, but it's literally everything else. You got Animal Crossing, Animal Crossing, uh, got- Final Fantasy 7 remake. Yeah. Uh, you got Doom. Did Doom get pushed back? Resident Evil 3 is right in that window Doom now. Eternal got Doom, pushed back. Yeah. Resident Evil got. Fall- yep. You have the cyberpunk. 
for the game that probably will be GOTY 2020, that's not even the biggest heavy hitter that's next to everything else. Everybody's expecting it. It's probably most anticipated. One of the games I'm most interested to play is a game where I know what happens. Final Fantasy VII. I'm really excited. You know what? I'm calling it still Animal Crossing GOTY 2020. Calling it now. I have a feeling it's going to blow the doors off of everything. It's going to be a fucking time. Cyberpunk is going to be a great AAA, high-budgeted time. I am sure, and I'm going to adore it to hell and back. But I j something is just itching at me. I think Animal Crossing is going to come in for the clutch win on March. I think it's going to be great. Oh, it's it's going to be overwhelming. Did you, uh... For sure. Did you pull up your Switch, um... Yearly thing? I did! I did. You, you know what? what I played get? a lot more I have, than I thought I did. I was shocked, actually, in my hour account. So, for those of you who have ever touched a Switch, but have not seen your email yet, maybe most of you have seen this. Nintendo actually sent out an analytical chart for you for a year in review, which I adore. It just tells yeah, really you nice. that Miyamoto is listening, um, and Doug Bowser also following your every move. I see all. He but proclaims. they will give you a total aggregation of the hours played, what's your favorite games, what have you been doing, what'd you eat for breakfast. They give you all these nice little pieces of data about yourself that you didn't know. Um, and they just tell you, hey, are, are you a great are you a great player? They told me I was a, a core gamer. Really? Yes. Is that um, really the words that they use? It says core gamer. You're skilled experience you're a skilled experienced gamer who's always up for a challenge. I gotta be honest, they never I never even saw that, so I have to assume it's they didn't tell the me first shit. Thing, uh, my most played Switch games were Dragon Quest Eleven, oh, there it an is! Elusive Age, Fire Emblem Three Houses, and Pokemon Shield. I'm also cool. Um I played three hundred and forty five hours and I played sixty six games. I'm also a core gamer. Um, I have a hundred, I'm sorry, I have 170 hours played, which uh, impressed I feel, me. I feel disgusting now. I was shocked at Don't feel disgusting. That's less than, that's way, considerably less than playing an hour a day on the Switch. And that's not even considering the games that we had played in other consoles either. It's disgusting. Yeah. That's why it makes me feel You know gross. what, you are disgusting. Yeah, 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 no, I should die. No, no, what, no, 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 come on, come on, come on, come on. We gotta deliver the news. Um, but, no. I... Played 168, four hours. I was actually kind of sad by that because I was like I'm thinking, I was like, Eric, come on. I was at least happy was, in like, saying that my games. three most played games were two, three huge fucking games. Yeah, my three most played games were Dragon Quest, uh, Smash, and Astral Chain. I, I kind of dug that. Um, my, it was my most, the day I spent most playing games was on September 11th, which was very interesting because I don't know what I was playing at that time. And it gives you the day? Yeah. It just gives me my monthly activity an hour. Oh, no, June mine 11th. Says, uh, mine says June... my most played day. Mine was June What came out June 11th? Hold on. Hold on. Hold I think on. that's Fire Emblem. I was going to say. Hold on. There's a game that came out on June 11th because there's no way that that's just a quinky dink. Yeah, something came out on June 11th. Was it no. Mario Maker? Oh, it might have been. Um, There was a game that came out on June 11th that day. No. No, it came out on the 28th. What came out in June, though? Collection of Mana came out on June 11th. I was playing that. I didn't even get Collection of Mana. I played it. Um, Octopath came out June 7th, so maybe you're playing Octopath. That was probably Octopath. You were probably... No, no, that was PC! Oh, yeah, no. Oh, I shit. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know what you were playing, but you must have just been playing. Cadence of Hyrule did come out on the 13th. My most played month, though, was I played 59 hours in November. That's pretty damn good. I had 35 hours in September. Um, but yeah, you know, go check out your charts. See, it's interesting to have these statistics. See how much you hate yourself or if you love yourself. You I, don't. I, I don't. I have a lot of games here. I'm coming up on a lot. I have 28 games on this thing. It's a lot. I gotta, thank you. I was, I was gonna say it's not that bad, but yeah, you know what it is. I mean, who am I to fucking tell you? I have 66. Yeah, you're right. That's a lot. So we got a lot, but 
if anything, it's inspired. Not only that, I like how it tells you all these stats and then says, hey, why don't you buy more? Yeah, because here's some games for gamers like you. Hey, Rich, you know, you played so much, and we are, listen, we are so appreciative. I, I can't even, I can't even begin to describe how much we appreciate your service. Why don't you buy more? And they're not discounted, of course. And I'm thinking, well, all right, Nintendo, you're, you know, fine. But I, I thought it was really cool. I just I like worry when this. I post these things online that my family's going to be like, your cousin's in law school. Could you maybe look for a real job? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> just show them the Nintendo chart and just be like, I'm a core gamer. And I don't, I don't know if you heard. <laughs> I'm curious if you're not connected online and you're not on Nintendo online. Do you get this? I wonder. Well, Miyamoto came to your house while you were asleep and just checked your... <laughs> no, it's interesting. For those of you who don't have Nintendo Switch online, Maybe yeah, they're not check it out. It, yeah, yeah, maybe you won't get it. I don't know. But, I mean, it's not the I think you thing. can also go to Nintendo's website and log into your account and w- see it. What do I use gold coins for again? Um, You get them whenever you buy a game, and you can use them for mo- as money. So I have 3,000. Every time, if you buy something in the eShop, you can just be like, put my coins towards it, and it'll tell you a breakdown of how uh... much money those coins translate into. Oh, okay. I guess I haven't... No, I should have purchased it. Yeah, whatever. Okay, that's awesome. I like that. Um, but, so that's Nintendo Switchy, though. Yeah, that was Very neat. fun. It's a very uh, fun time. But... I don't want... What did you actually play this week? Because I see we share something. I did. I did play Shovel Knight King Cards. After the last episode, and I said, I'm going to go play Shovel Knight because I realized that on PC. How are you doing in it? I love it. And I like it a lot. I beat... It's good. I beat the first King. I did not yet, but I'm almost there. I was kind of spending a lot I of time in the inn just playing. You, I, cards. I'm almost up to the second, and I don't think I don't think they all go this way. But I found it pretty hilarious. Uh, you get to the first king, King Pride Moor, mm-hmm. and you do not have to play cards against him. You just have to fight him. You literally fight him because King Knight proudly declares, "It just says I have to beat you. It doesn't say in cards." Oh, I like that. This game genuinely. I'm having such a great time with it. I It's by far I, Spectre of Torment. It's better than Spectre of Torment to me. Um, I, I, not as good as Plague of Shadows. Plague of Shadows is my least favorite. I like that one a lot. Um, I like that. Plague Knight is in this as an optional boss roaming on the map mm-hmm. uh, in the second area. Oh, I saw him walking around. around. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I, I saw him. him. It, it's a, he literally is yelling at his assistant. Uh, what's his name? Preston or something? Yeah, like that, it's... A horse? Oh, the horseman. Yeah. I That's why I, I kind of like Plague of Shadows. You have to cast. fight him first. The cast is good. That's what I think is the strongest part of uh, King of Cards so far, is the cast. Like, King Knight, like, up- upgrades his health by having his oh, mother... Oh, Percy. Have- yes, Percy. He- Percy you have to fight Percy solid. first, and uh, Plague Knight's like, God damn it, Percy! <laughs> oh, no, that's why I, li- I like Plague Knight's cast of characters. He has the best cast of characters. I think, uh... There's- that's bar none. I think I very much like King Knight's cast, too. Like, I like it, too. He yeah, improves his health by having his mother bake for him. Yeah, and the mother charges you. Yeah. So, but King of Cards, though, fantastic. It's The, the newest... card game itself is actually really well designed. Joustus, yeah. So, King of Cards for Shovel Knight. If you didn't listen to last week's episode, uh, Shovel Knight finally released their uh, final the last DLC experience of a game with King Knight, uh, made by Yacht Club Games there. So, check that out. If you haven't played Shovel Knight, it's a really good platformer. It made and there's five so much years content ago. there now. Oh, yeah. It's, it's jam-packed. It's relatively cheap now, but it's the last DLC featuring King Knight, um, King of Cards. This one features the card game Joustus. I think it's incredibly simple and fun. I just like card games that are made. It reminds me of Triple Triad in a lot of ways. It, it, it's, it's just simple. It's simple. It's fun. I also... There's some fun design about when you go to those areas where you can just play cards. Like, when you actually play against uh, the Black Knight. Yeah. And he just has his turtle, like, pop up and be the table. I, lo- I adore it. There's so much personality. The one thing I love about Shovel Knight is that it's just oozing with personality in all the characters. They're yeah. all so funny. Um... Just like the same reason why I like the shopkeeper and the messenger. Anybody that just oozes ridiculous personality 
it's just a big win for me. And that, Shovel Knight's entire universe is dedicated to characters that's, like that. That Spectre Knight fight's really good. And he's like, no, no, listen to me, you idiot. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's just like... It just sells you on it. It sells you on the world. But and I love the each card Each knight's game. gimmick works really well in combat, too. Like, each it knight does. plays totally differently. King uh, Knight is just very... He's very simple. Yeah. But as he should be, because he's just a dude. That turns you into a spin jump, and it works. Yeah, that's it. What's the uh, what's his, like, opening level thing? I think it's, like, Shine Thy Scepter. Yeah, it's like a... Sh- uh, no, 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 no. Ugh, damn it. I, in- instead of, like, Steal Thy Shovel, I always forget whatever it is. Ugh! I don't know. I don't know. But I, it's like, <laughs> it's not important. It's not even shine thy scepter either. It, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, he has like his own custom message and it's really simple and stupid and I love it. But I really do like this card game. I, I appreciate when simple card games are just fun. It doesn't mm-hmm. need to be a Gwent. It doesn't need to be something and that's also, like, really too in depth. The thing is, it's just it, simple. It's a testament to Yacht Club. Like this expansion would be fine without the card game. Yeah, they could have like, treated. Work went into like being like, this is gonna be very different. We're gonna have this card game mechanic. It's neat. Yeah, and I, even for the, I'm not gonna explain the entire card game. Frankly, if you would like to, it's called Justice. I would look it up, but it's it's just really simple it's if you're playing the similar, game. Similar um, in the way the cards behave to games like Triple Triad from Final Fantasy VIII, but it's more about board clearing and. Yeah, you're on this uh, three by. Well, technically, you're on the. Well, you're, I'm just gonna explain this. You have like a three by three grid in the main center. We'll call this the main stage, and you what take is it, turns. Two cards that go off in each direction. No. Yes. Exactly. Um, and you play cards that just have an arrow on them on this three by three grid. So depending on where you're positioning these cards, that arrow will dictate what direction these cards can be pushed. So if I place a card down with an arrow to the right, and I put another card down on top of it, then that card is then going to be pushed to the right. However, there's obstacles, there's gems that you have to get on the board by putting your card on top of it. There's a whole lot the way of to win different is ways to, to have uh, the most gems play. covered when the board is full. Yeah, there's um, maybe like one or two or even three gems you, on the board. I so. know, did you ever play Tetra Master in Final Fantasy IX? I did not. Um, similar with the arrows, cards have arrows on them, but each direction has a stat. And instead of pushing cards, if I put um, a card down and say, I have an arrow going to the left and you have no arrow going to the right, your card flips. If I have an arrow going to the left and you have an arrow going to a right, the right, but I have a higher stat, your card flips. Well, this one's way simpler at, than that. At the end of the match, whoever's has the most cards flipped to their color wins. Well, this one's way simpler. There's also chain the reactions in that game. Like, it's actually, I think more fun. pushing stuff off the board. I'd say this game is actually more complicated. It's a little more strategic. Well, the best part about this game that I enjoy the most is that you can gain other cards, so you can just take other people's cards. But your cards can also get stolen too if you lost. So. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not really too handholdy. Uh, it's a very fun game, really easily and approachable. And it's just on top of the base game itself. So you're still doing general, like genuine platforming. Air, uh, you're still platforming. You're still attacking. You're still doing the basic things that Shovel Knight features. But now you just have a card game on. You're throwing it. rats. Yeah, you throwing and yeah, King Knights loves rats. Like, They're it's his so subjects. funny. Um, but it's a really good game still. That's all I've been playing, genuinely. That's that's all I've had time for. Um, um, yeah. It's been a good that's time. That's about all I've been playing. I also played a little Wadham today. How This game, I played it at PAX with my uh, my brother and I believe his girlfriend. It is the next game from the creator of Katamari Damacy, uh, put out by Annapurna. It's super fucking weird. Uh, yeah. It's got that same art style as Katamari. Uh, the music very much vibes with that, but it's a very different game. Uh, basically, you start out as a little cube man with a bowler hat and a mustache. He's, na- he's the mayor. Very kind, very kind um, mayor. He lives in a, a an apocalyptic world, and he's just floating out in this cube and wondering, you know, he wants a friend. He wants to know why he's alone. Uh, and then he notices this rock, 
and he goes over to the rock and he lifts it up and the rock has a face and it sprouts arms and legs and it becomes your friend. From there, like more and more objects start showing up and like you can control any of them. And it's about doing things in the world to sort of create these biomes and get more people to show up. Like an e easy example is, in, and it gets weird really fast. Um, you get an acorn, you plant the acorn, the acorn turns into a tree. The tree then can eat the existing characters you have and they pop back out as fruit. Mm -hmm. Once you have enough fruit, um, a, t a sentient table with like a fork and a knife and a sentient mouth shows up. Um, and it's like, oh, table's returned. Oh, and, it's table. Yeah, and you have the mouth eat the food, and then the food turns into sentient poop. Oh, poop! Once returned. you have enough poop on the board, a toilet shows up, <laughs> and so on and so forth. Nope, <laughs> so on and so forth. There's nothing left. Um, uh, I I don't really know how the line gets crossed here, but I will tell you the next thing to show up is a bowling alley. Bowling alley has returned because it literally says like every every world needs the bowling alley. My great friend. <laughs> also, for some reason, when the the bathroom like biome comes with the toilet and stuff, it's a toilet, a trash can, and a telephone. Yeah, well, all the essentials of life. All the restroom essentials. I have to give this guy props. His mind is incredibly imaginative. And this whole thing is so charming. Like it's not difficult. It's like more explosion-y. Sometimes the people get sad. The mayor has the ability uh, to, he takes his hat off and there's a present that explodes with confetti underneath it. Yeah, and that's just his ability. It's called kabooming. And sometimes everyone will get really sad and they'll they'll start crying and they'll go kaboom, kaboom. And you go over to them and you kaboom and you all fly through the air. <laughs> when when we played this at PAX, because they had a little uh, section there. And I was like, yo, I'm a little high. I'm not going to lie. It, it was almost like a test of endurance for all that. I was observing people. I played I think for while, while you were playing that, I had an Annapurna appointment, which was to see Outer Wilds. Oh, my I God. I think you were over at the booth there, because I remember seeing I had you, and no I was idea. like, hey. I was sitting down to play Outer Wilds for the first time. Oh, you were having probably a much better experience than I was. You know what's I funny is I actually know what to expect remember walking. I, I love Outer Wilds now. Yeah. I don't think it's a game that demos well. Yeah, I don't no, think I, cutting a vertical slice out of that game is nope. a fun time. Even if you take a little sec, I can't even imagine the game being sectioned off like that and just saying, "Yeah, just play this and get you getting the same kind of feel." Um, but yeah, I play. We played Wadham at PAX earlier this year. It's and only on PS4 right now. It's twenty bucks. Yes, uh, and I. You it's know coming what? to PC. We don't know when. I think for kids. Oh, it's definitely. It would be this neat game for is kids. fantastic, but for everybody else that is over sixteen. I genuinely was were, was people watching the general audience try this game. They had it was like a test of will. If you smoke a lot of weed, you definitely. Be I'm into this. I'm positive you had to fucking drop for this one because it, it was always the same point. Everybody was interested enough to proceed on until you got to tree table and then shit. And well, here's the everybody funny, dropped off here's immediately. The funny thing is like when the toilets happened, and I played about an hour of this today. I was like. I get where we're going. I have other shit I need to do today. I'm going to stop. But then it, the way it keeps going, like, and then this thing happens. So now you could do this. I played for like another 40 minutes because I was like, oh, well, now I can do this. Yeah. Oh, well, now I can do. And it gets you in that way. And there's more friends. And then a balloon shows up and it's like, oh, the sun uh, took the phone. So you need to float up with the balloon and get the phone back. And then the sun apologizes. Like, I was just calling the bowling alley to reserve a lane. This is literally what it says. And it's completely understandable. You then say, son, I get it. It makes sense. Yeah, I, I, where I actually stopped was I got, like, a second planetary biome. Like, the first cube you start on ends up becoming spring, like grass grows. And after I got the sun to shine brighter, summer showed up. 
So now I got on the table, and table can float me over to the summer biome. This game was so fucking weird. I don't even know how to talk about it in a feasible... Like, it's so fucking strange. Like, I'm saying... I'm, I'm legitimately saying that... What was it? Takahashi? I believe yeah, it was. Yeah, I, I, I should have written this down. No, it's cool. It's uh, Keita Takahashi. Keita Takahashi. He's also producing a game for that um, that crank-based handheld thing that's coming uh, next year, which is one of I'm the interested. reasons I pre-ordered it. I gotta be honest. I don't know if a guy is a creative genius or, at this point, just out of his fucking mind. I think mind. he just wants to try weird shit and isn't, like, unab- is unabashedly... Like down to do that, and I think that's cool. I like I like his willingness. You have a fucking nose that's just walking around. The nose walk, is my favorite. Okay. I was trying to get and the, the nose has a nose and a face. I was it's... trying to get the nose to come back because I wanted to see what would happen if he sniffed the shit. He'd probably be happy. They're always happy. Oh, also, for some reason, when the toilet flushes the shit, it just turns into golden shit. Let me tell you, when I was playing the demo for this, um, it was all fun and games with this mayor until the poop shit. No, it was even then. It was sketchy. I said, okay, you I know. Passed. Maybe something's kind of weird on this. Oh, I'm, don't I think we have I'm other stop. people put on the mayor's hat, by the way. Well, that was the whole thing. Oh, okay. So that's I was where we're thinking, going? yeah, that's what exact. That's exactly where I'm going because this demo was like 10 to 15 minutes long. It was pretty good. And you can trek a good way around. So you could get pretty far in 15 minutes. I'm meeting this whole cavalcade of characters, thinking I'm on some weird acid trip, and I'm waiting to wake up from the dream, anyways. <laughs> well, where are we? Because I have an exhibitor that's just standing there, so pleased to get paid to just be like, "Do you Excellent. like it? How did you like?" And they know. I just want to look at them for any visible reaction and just say, "I know you're playing this, and I know it's fucking weird. Just please bear with me." When the mayor takes off the hat bomb, that's when things got weird. And I said, okay, you know, there's walking shit. There's a hat bomb. But when you put the hat on, on some other people. Well, only if they try and use it. But when you do it, I immediately got up afterwards. I said, I don't even know where this is going to go. And I just got up and left. I said, thank you very much. Goodbye. I, cu- I could not. I, it was just weird. It was weird. So it's game of the year. Explain to the listeners what happens when you put the hat on people. They, like, fucking die. Like, they ex- internally implode, and they're like, oh, uh, and then, like, a message pops up where it's like, uh, not everyone can use the mayor's hat bomb power. <laughs> or, like, can, whatever. It was absolutely, yeah, the kaboomy. You, you literally kill. <laughs> so it was terrifying. The mayor has the hat bomb, and the hat bomb, I'm thinking, this is fucking weird. I don't like this, because you're just bombing your friends, and it's all like, ah, ha, ha. And it's funny, you put the hat on somebody else, because you're thinking, oh, let's do the same thing. The person exploded, and then you just go, oh. And I immediately got up and I walked away. I, I could not play the also, game anymore. Also, like, the, the acorn. It was so funny. When you, pl- when you have the acorn plant himself, he turns into the tree. Yes, he does. If you have someone climb the tree, the top of the acorn's on top, like a hat. Yep. And if you have them put it on, the tree flips the fuck out and turns back into the acorn. I had no idea. What? It goes back? Yeah. and I No, I think that's what it is, though. Because I think I have to have him turn back into the acorn now. And I need to bring him into the summer biome and plant him there. Oh, I'm sorry. It just regresses you back to a previous state. The hat is very, very dodgy at best. The acorn's name is Kimmy? It was almost like a fever dream. I just didn't want... At first, I was thinking this is really cute. It's about friendship. But it's fucking weird. So that is why it is it my is, game it, of the year. Death Stranding and uh, Wadham are basically trying to tell the same story. So that is why it is my game of the year of 2019. Wadham Stranding. Wadham Stranding. Kojima wishes he could come up with this shit. Yeah, no, he he's wishes jealous he could as get hell. Here. Can you imagine if Wadham had an hour explanation at the end of the game to explain what you just witnessed? It doesn't need it. It speaks for itself. Katamari is still... Thank God. Thank God somebody had the idea to roll people up in a ball beforehand. It's so good. 
The King of the Cosmos is still the best character. Uh, oh my god. My, where's my King of the Cosmos pillow? Oh, it's... it's oh, He's oh, over there somewhere. He's over there. Um, yeah, King of Cosmos is great. Uh, but I'm glad you played it. I'm glad you subjected yeah, no, yourself to I was actually like, I gotta, I gotta buying check it and doing more. I don't blame you. I my My interest was piqued. But I never went back, and I don't think I will. Fuck no. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry. I just could. I'm having like PTSD you know for a I'm second. I'm stopping the show. Let's fire it up. I'm having like PTSD right now, just thinking about it. That I encourage everybody to literally look up this game. It's Wattam. W a t t a m. I. It's not gonna do it justice. Whatever you watch won't do. It I like Wattam. I like Wattam. I I enjoy Wattam, but it's fucking weird. Um. In the, the lighter news segment this time of year, we don't have a lot going on. But this is fun one, because we predicted this shit. Uh, Capcom files a trademark for Dino Crisis. They should just pay us. They fi- We're they like filed, psychics. They filed a few trademarks, I should say. But that one in particular stands out to me, because that game is ripe for the same treatment Resident Evil 2 and 3 got. That and the the vocal minority of the internet is outcry, is has an outcry like they're like hey you're doing great stuff with resident evil do the same goddamn thing to this franchise just try it what's the worst that's gonna happen just try it you'll bankrupt come on what's what's the worst that can happen yeah come on uh another hell of a year weird game out of the woodwork uh that blade runner game uh that the source code was lost to for a long time uh it's been repaired and it's on gog now for like ten dollars um it is like lauded as one of the best adventure games ever made uh so i would encourage anyone to go check that out uh, I intend to. That said, it's dated. It's dated. It was from. It was made it, in '97 yeah. from Westwood Studios. It released uh, when Blade Runner released. Yeah, but that being said, I, I even I have heard of this game mm-hmm. and never had an opportunity to ever look at it, play it, do anything. And now it's with easy it. to get a hold of, and it's cheap. Ten, nine bucks. Uh, yeah. Its biggest problem was even if you had like the the CDs for it, it was hard to get to run on uh, modern hardware. Uh, people obviously had workarounds and stuff, but GOG had been working for a while on getting a hold of the source code or repairing the existing version of the source code. Um, and it's available for purchase, which is fucking awesome. Like, from a pr- preservation of game standpoint, that's amazing. All we need now is Snatcher in the U.S. You take... you. It, this takes place, too, in the dark, gritty future of Los Angeles 2019. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Very gritty. I've been there in 2019. It's not... You must roam the dark, rainy streets. And then I immediately thought of L.A. and I said, yes. Why, why, yes, it is. Yes, L.A. They they got it right. 2019 L.A. is like that. Tar pits. It is. Um, Shout out to L.A. Shout out to tar pits. Shout out to Mike from L.A. Shout out, Mike. Um... But it is like that, and now you it's back. I'm actually... I think that's pretty damn cool. I think it's cool as hell. I never thought it's, this game would see the light of day. Here's the thing I'll say. Um, somebody... If you know how we can play Snatcher in the U.S., get it to me. That's Kojima's real masterpiece. We just want to play Snatcher. Please. Send us the Sega Saturn version. I'm not kidding. Please. This isn't a joke. <laughs> you think this is funny? I'm thinking of the still images that from Snatcher. <laughs> I'm looking it up right now, too. Snatcher is basically Blade Runner. I know, but it's called Snatcher. <laughs> yeah. It's and great. I like it. Um, but yeah, Blade Runner's out. That's pretty cool. Um, they make a Dino Crisis. I think we're going to see a second era. It's I'll coming in. It. Second wind's coming. That's the thing, too. Like, Dino Crisis is more ripe because, what are there, three games? Is that it? Yep. Like, it's more ripe to be like, okay, that did well, so keep remaking them and then just make new ones. I'll, I'll give everybody on the, the listening the listening uh, headphone section the, the synopsis for Dino Crisis really quick. Resident Evil, but dinosaurs. Yeah, you've never heard about it. 
survival horror and action adventure game. The plot focuses on multiple characters and their roles in recurring outbreaks of deadly dinosaurs and other monsters. It literally was the mindset was Resident Evil, but Jurassic Park. Yeah, they saw Jurassic Park and they said, absolutely. Let's, but let's call, I think Dino Crisis is a great name. Is one of the best video game names I've ever heard in my life. You don't even need to know what, actually, you know I what, for those listening, for you. if you've been listening to us talk about Dino Crisis in the past, if your interest has not even been peaked or if you didn't even raise an eyebrow and go, Dino Crisis, what's the crisis or with dinos? if you are interested. In your solace. We should do a Let's Play of Dino Crisis. Oh, absolutely. Um, ab- Actually, yeah, why not? Why the fuck not, right? Why not first Dino Crisis? I have it on PS3. I have it digitally. If you haven't even raised your eyebrow, you're going to get a stream of that. That's yeah. going to be the first. Rich and I have always be the been. the first project next year. Rich and I have been toiling and tormenting ourselves. What should the first breakout game be? Yeah, it's Dino it's Crisis. It's Dino Crisis. Yeah. Well, we'll show you Dino Crisis. I own one and two digitally on PS3, so we can make that stream happen. Oh, I can't fucking wait. That game, the premise itself just, it sells itself, but another story for another day. Do you think they toiled more? Because Resident Evil is called Biohazard in Japan, for anyone that didn't know. I like to think they were going to call it Dino Hazard. (laughs) I'm sure they played around with the idea. I'm sure in the writer's room, they were like, what about, as he's juggling a little dino egg prop, he just goes, what about Dino Hazard? (laughs) And all of them just look at them and they go, oh. I no. swear. Dino Crisis sounds cooler. If I have a child, uh, I promise to do this to the doctor. When the, when the, Please I, choose I your words to, No, I promise to be held the child, look the doctor straight in the eye, and go, what species is this? And then no matter what he retorts, reply, you bred raptors? You bred raptors? Are you out of your mind? <laughs> oh. Then he'll ask me kindly to leave. <laughs> And, and let me keep the child, you sick fuck. The child is fine. This, this child's clearly going to be unsafe. Um, but yeah, Dino Cry, I genuinely, from the bottom of my heart, please, I hope they remake Dino Crisis. It'd be so good. From the bottom of my With, heart. If they are using the engine they did RE2 in, like imagine Dino Crisis in that engine. It'd be so good. And instead of Mr. X, just like a raptor following <laughs> But the way that I feel about RE2 this year, yeah. If, if they did. There's just a fucking raptor. I know. In a trench coat. <laughs> of course. Yeah, well, of course. With a fake mustache. Just, yeah. just for the effect. Just why, in case you just want to make why sure is he wearing a, a Why is he wearing a mustache so we don't know he's a raptor? Oh, I fucking love this. Oh, it's a brontosaurus. Um, brontosaurus. Yeah. Dino Crisis. Out. I'm going to be a Star Wars fan. But let's talk I'm going to see Star Wars soon. It's... I won't talk about it. It's... Uh, um, should I talk about The Witcher a little bit? You want to? I watched three episodes. Before we dive into GOTY, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's um, game-related. Come on. So, uh, I watched the first three episodes of The Witcher Show. Mm-hmm. Um, and for anyone who's interested in what's going on there, I think on the whole, it's not without its problems. Mm-hmm. I think they're nailing it. I think uh, Henry Cavill does a fantastic Geralt. Um, if you have no familiarity with the books, there's enough there if you like the games to like dive in and get a little bit more lore. Uh, it's an adaptation of the first two books, which are actually co- both collections of short stories. So I think it feels a bit all over the place. The thing that's hard to track for me is they're, they're following three clear lines. They're following Geralt, Ciri, and Yennefer. And I can't really tell, but it it seems like they're jumping around in time uh, to do like a Yennefer origin story that kind of never happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and to play around with Geralt off being Geralt with Dandelion, hunting monsters, killing Strigas and hiding in their coffins, mm-hmm. as, as a Witcher does. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing, and I think we saw this in the promotional stuff, I don't like how they played down the amulet. 
I'm not a fan. I actually wish they just kept CD Projekt's amulet. Yeah, we're I still like straight up the wolf head. I even if anybody comes to me and says it's not, you know, not novel, I don't, I don't care. I think it's I better. think it's cooler. I think it's cooler, and I think it's better. But yeah, I do they downplay it. The, the the amulet? Yeah. It's just a circular amulet with the wolf marking. Uh, I know, I know what it looks like, but is it, you know, like in the game where it, it reacts to it monsters? Doesn't, I haven't seen it yet, and he did fight a Shriga, and I didn't really see it react. Oh, that's such a shame. Um, I wish it was. I do like that they, they nod to Dandelion being the one that came up with the white wolf name. Cool. Uh, the first episode basically covers all of the Butcher of Blaviken stuff. Okay. And I know me saying this is almost going to sound like an insult, but it's not because of the way I feel about Zack Snyder. There is a, in the Butcher of Blaviken story, mm-hmm. there is a combat section where Geralt is fighting the villagers, and it reminds me of, like, a Zack Snyder action scene in, like, Watchmen, where everything gets real slow as he goes in for impact and stuff, mm-hmm. but it looks fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, it looks so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and really, like, is a testament to Henry Cavill being this gruff, like, raspy-voiced Geralt of Rivia. For... The listeners back home, you think they should just, you think they should read the books? I think you can go in blind fine. If the books are terse novels, they're really good. I really enjoy them. Um, But there's a lot of books. I I think this is a good starting point for somebody who's like played the games and goes, I want more Witcher lore. Yeah, um, I agree. Uh, Eight episodes. They're they're like an hour and ten minutes each. Yeah, if you ever consider reading the books, I would say genuinely just skip them. They're good. I like them, but... I went back and read the first They're not required reading. I actually had read uh, Blood of Elves first, which is the first real novel. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I went back and did The Last Wish and all that, which are the the short story collections that sort of, like, flesh out the lore a little bit. Yeah, it's not required reading, but... No. I had a good time. Um, If you want a true novel, Blood of Elves is the place to start. How many episodes in the season? Eight. Eight? That's not bad. I heard it already got renewed for a second. Season two, yeah. Hour-long episodes? They're over an hour. They're about really? an hour and ten minutes. So they're like a movie every time? They are really long. Wow. Get on. I'm impressed. Genuinely, I'm impressed with that. And I also, like that. That, um, that scene we kept seeing in the trailers with like the huge like spidery monster in the swamp, uh-huh. it's literally the opening of the show. Ooh. Like, they get right into it, baby. I, I highly recommend anybody to watch the show if you're even into medieval fantasy. I think it's fantastic. It is very much Netflix being like, what can be our Game of Thrones, tonally. Yeah. That's what they're doing. And The Witcher's a good series to do it. it totally. the political intrigue. It's got the the magic. It's got seen, the, um, the fun, the monsters. I've seen some Scoia'tael. Uh, oh, have some dwarves, yeah. I have seen uh, some human uh, schmuck bags with a bunch of elf ears around their necklaces bragging about it. I always think of the Witcher universe as if, what if, uh, like, Lord of the Rings was just kind of real world? Yeah. Like, instead of Gimli hating you... Legolas as from a dwarf to an elf and saying, like, oh, I hate the elves, and just grunting at everybody like they laughing. they really fucking hate each other. In the Witcher series, for reference, the dwarves despise the fucking elves. And humans Actually, a lot of basically people despise. Hunt them for sport. Yeah, a lot of pe- a lot of humans despise really, In the Witcher 2, man, everything. I full-on sided with the Scoia'tael. Oh, yeah, the me elves, too. The squirrels, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, humans despise, there's so much, everybody's racist in these universes against every other, um, fantasy race. Mm -hmm. It's hilarious. And it's actually very engaging. There's a a scene pretty early on with, uh, Siri when she's first out of the castle Mm -hmm. where it's like, I guess supposed to give you an idea of like her royal upbringing and not really being exposed to the outside world Mm -hmm. where she sees like a woman like yelling at a dwarf servant and she, like, the way she's talking to him, she's just like, Jesus Christ. 
<laughs> I love it. Um, but it's all good though. Yeah, no, uh, so far so good. I am in three episodes deep out of eight and, uh, it doesn't show any signs of stopping it. Uh, I'm excited for them to do more of this. The Witcher is, uh, there was a Polish series back in the nineties. There I was, was, I had heard Hexer. about that. Uh, not watching it, but... but no, no, it's, I don't, I, I, it's dated, I'm sure. Uh, but this seems like the full on, and they very much adopted the aesthetic of the, the games because the game set up a good aesthetic to have like the armor is straight out of the Witcher three. That's really cool. I like that. Um, yeah, Witcher is my game of the decade. It's I, I think it's it's really good. And it's on your Switch now, and apparently runs surprisingly. The great. Switcher. I did not get it on the Switch, but um, yeah, there's literally no excuse not to I, play it. This game is fantastic. It, it's a good one. one it's my, long, but it's good. One of my favorite cultural points for The Witcher in the past ten years is um, I'll never forget the Penny Arcade comic for the the uh, week Witcher Three was coming out. Mm-hmm. There was Gabe and Tycho sitting around. And they're like, "Oh, hey." They just uh, released the uh, the PC specs for Witcher 3. You want to check it out? And it was like, um, required NASA. Recommended <laughs> to NASA's. Well, because they were talking about 4K running the Switcher, and, uh, or just the Witcher, and um, it was just ridiculous. Oh, it was insane. But that game can look really beautiful if you if you let it. If you let it. it probably if you let like, it into your own. My understanding is it looks more like a PS2 game on the Switch, but it runs great. Oh. Um... I, I, I mean, it runs. It's portable. Yeah. It's the Switcher. The graphics... If you could fight for the graphics to get it on a better console or your PC, yes, do it, in my opinion. If you just want portability to play one of the best games ever, just fucking get it. You have no excuse not to, if you're into that kind of game. Don't worry, the Netflix series features all 400 side quests. That's my favorite Onion article going around this morning. Everybody, everybody's there. Roach the horse is there. Everybody's Roach there. is there, man. He's hanging. Roach is there. Um, Roach, Dandelion. I'm glad, though. I'm going to probably watch an episode before I, uh, I leave tomorrow, but I want to... I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, definitely, definitely binge some of that good shit. Think uh, I like a good Witcher series. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, let's get into game of the year nominees. I feel my voice losing itself. Yeah, so let's, let's do it before it's gone. Okay, um, time is running out. It's a crisis. So let's go through those categories again and decide what our nominees that we'll get into the the bigger discussions. Uh, and in, in two weeks, I guess at this point. Justifies a dino hazard to a dino crisis. Uh, I think a dino hazard is like, hey, there's dan- potential dangerous dinos here. I think a dino crisis, like somebody's died already. We're in dino crisis. Could you imagine like being the place? Well, that's how I imagine it goes in Jurassic Park. Like the, the okay, a, a dinosaur is missing. Oh, that's a dino hazard. All right, but somebody gets eaten with claw marks all over. The- that's a dino crisis. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. That is a dino crisis, and they just shout that too in a very comical fashion. We're having a dino crisis. It's a dino crisis. <laughs> <In a heartbeat. laughs> give me, give us the list. This is your official nominee list. Nominee list for the twenty nineteen so, Yankees. So we'll start with best narrative. Okay, we're working with four games right here. I can tell you right now, <clears throat> it's gonna weirdly pain me to say it. I know the one I'm willing to part with. I know the one you're willing to part with. You're gonna be surprised, Eric. I don't think I As will. I reflect on narratives, I think it's control. Yeah? Yeah. On a, on a second thought here, so I'm going really? to assume you're comfortable with that, yeah. When I think back to it, and I need to like go through really? my, my, my review of Judgment again, I think it's my hill to die on. I didn't expect that. But we got Judgment. So yeah, our nominees for Best Narrative, then, are Judgment, Astral Chain, and The Outer Worlds. I like that. What about um no disco? 
I have not played enough disco to to justify to make that argument. Well, yeah, I, I, you'll come. We'll come back and we'll. Yeah, we, we can, can always come back. We can save it. We had like a best games we missed. Like that could. Get I can all come in. back in. I'll come back in mid twenty twenty <laughs> and be like, I finally beat Control. Fuck the twenty nineteen. I Gekki finally list. beat Disco Elysium. It's, it's the over. best game I've ever played. Yeah. Okay. Uh, best action game. We have right now. And we want to cut these down to three again to reiterate. Right now we have Devil May Cry Five, Control. Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, Astral Chain, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, and Resident Evil 2. If we had to cut this down to five... Okay, I'm going to be biased. I know Control... Pro- I'm going to leave you with Control on this one. Okay. My personal three would be uh, Sekiro, Resident Evil 2, and Devil May Cry 5. That would be my personal three. And I really did like Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, so did I. Um, that was that was, that was as a person who adores Jedi Fallen Order. To me, and because I think as far as action game goes, I think RE2 can take it in other categories. I would. Oh, that's a good point. I would take it down to for three to bring us to three. I would say DMC Five, Control, and Sekiro are the conversation to have. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna bring it down to that. I love having these ones that you didn't play on here because I just have to, like, make a really strong no, case. All you have to do is try to convince me, like, I promise you, Eric, Listen, it's good, I and assure I look you, it up, and it just You don't sucks. know what the fuck you're talking about. I go to Control anyways, I go, there is no action in this game. It's all narrative. And I'm There's like, one in rich. Best RPG that I'm going to delete before I even say anything. It was Kingdom Hearts yeah. 3. <laughs> I just don't care that much. It was Kingdom Hearts 3. Uh, but for Best RPG, Outer Worlds, Disco Elysium, I don't think I've played enough of yet. So I'm gonna part with that. Oh, it probably would have won. It probably. Yeah, I think won it would have. It would have won on my list. I just know it. So That's how you know that good. Re two, Jedi Fallen Order, Monster <clears> Hunter <throat> World slash Iceborne, uh, Outer Wilds. Get rid of Monster Hunter. Yeah, and so that brings us down to uh, Outer Wilds, Jedi Fallen Order, Re two. That's gonna be a, a fun one to discuss. Yes. Best shooter. I only have two on here, which is funny. Uh, Gears 5 and Modern Warfare. And the game of the year for best shooter goes to Modern, Modern Warfare. Warfare. It probably Get does. rid of Gears. I'm just gonna leave it there. You know what? I even like Gears 2 and I played a little bit of it. Just put Modern Warfare on it. The best part right. is, like, now we don't even need to really discuss this next time. <laughs> I give Gear. I give Gears 5 its credit. Technically, it was what I played, a great game. I have not played enough of it. Who knows? Maybe I'll love it in the future, but for what I played Modern Warfare, I liked it a lot. I did. Uh, best ongoing game? We don't really need to touch this, but we could just say what the nominees are. Uh, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy 14, and Apex Legends. Mm-hmm. Uh, fighting game, uh, I don't think the conversation needs to be had next time. I think it's Super Smash Bros. And the game, and the game, Geki, for best fighting game I love that we too. just gave out two awards before we really did <laughs> the welcome to the Welcome to the unofficial Geki's award ceremony. The best Geki for fighting game goes to Smash. Multiplayer, Absolutely. again, I'll leave this conversation for That's next time. That's a good conversation to have. Apex, Modern Warfare, Gears 5. That's a good conversation to have. Uh, best original mm-hmm. soundtrack, this one needs some cutting down. Cadence of Hyrule, mm-hmm. The Outer Wilds, Death Stranding, Devil May Cry 5, Sayonara Wild Hearts. Off the bat, I can act. It's funny because it won it in the Game Awards, but I can cut Death Stranding out. Because <laughs> it won it. Well, no, that's not <clears> why. <throat> it's just I no, think I all the other ones are stronger. Like, I to- think, in my opinion, you can genuinely, I'll leave this to you to decide between DMC5 and Sayonara. You're probably going to pick Sayonara because I've heard such great things about yeah, it. That- oh, wait, no, no, no. I've listened to it. What am I saying? My three is going to be Sayonara, Wild Hearts, Outer Wilds, and Cadence. That I, I, I love- land with you there. I think. DMC. I adore DMC's five I think soundtrack. It's, great. it's just not for what 
I was listening to. It's not the same conversation, I think. It just Uh, wasn't the genre that I kept coming back to of music. That's all. I actually, what's funny is we have two in Best Sound Design right now, but I'm actually about to add a third because I do think it kind of deserves to have that conversation, which is Modern Warfare. Uh, Oh, yeah, Control, Modern Warfare, and Katana Zero. If you actually, if... Okay. There's a specific thing in the sound design with Katana Zero. If you have other stuff, you'd rather... No, no, I was going to agree. I was actually going to say, if you had to put my back against the wall, I would say Katana Zero. I, I think that's what's going to take it, but I'll we'll, we'll leave that to more of a discussion <clears throat> yeah, next time. I mean, that's just what it is. Uh, best narrative, Katana Zero, Jedi Fallen Order, Control, The Outer Worlds, Disco Elysium, and RE2. Uh, cutting it down. Mmm... Disco Elysium. Best narrative was already at the top. Was it really? Best narrative two. Wait, are you serious? Yeah. Go. What happened here? I just wanted to see it happen. I'm an agent of chaos. I already saw it before. It's I the same thing to too. I'm insane. What is wrong with me? I, I didn't want to tell you. I That's mean, literally. I just, I just wanted you to read it. And just say, yeah, I just wish it had different names. Like I like. Well, different. no, I actually thought it was gonna be a second list because I was like, <laughs> second best narrative. Super Smash Brothers. Uh, indie standout award. The only two I have on here. Um, right now, actually, I'm going to add one because I wasn't thinking of it until now. And this game is really good, but it probably won't win. Uh, <laughs> Katana Zero, Outer Wilds, and A Short Hike uh, are my the indie standouts. I don't know if there's anything you feel strongly about that you think should take something's place. Shovel Knight considered an indie? Uh, no, but it's not really anymore. And, and it's like, it, yeah, no. Nah. Um, for best moment, and maybe I'll, I'll give you time to decide if you want ritual to cave on this before nope, the discussion. Uh, that thing in Fallen Order, <laughs> and I won't say for Eric's sake yet, and uh, the Ashtray Maze and Control. We'll just leave those for now. Uh, talk about that it's next It's the time. literally Eric Can't Talk About It Award. Best old game, uh, which <clears> is like <throat> older games we're touching for the first time this year. For me, it's Halo Reach. Uh, we both played a little Romance and Saga 3. And Eric, you've listed Donkey Kong Country 3 and Mother 3. I'm going to go ahead and uh, bow Romantic Saga out because I haven't come close to finishing it. I am literally it. asking you to pick between three <laughs> old games. It's, yeah, that's going to be a weird discussion. Uh, game of the year. Time to cut this down to three. This is going to be a tougher one. Mm-hmm. We got Sekiro. Mm-hmm. Judgment. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Outer Wilds. Mm-hmm. The Outer Worlds. Control. RE2. And Smash Bros. Ultimate. Outer Were Wilds. Outer, um, they could just be both count as one. Right? <clears throat> Gun to your head, what are we taking off immediately? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Give me ten seconds. Um, I can tell you, I don't think the Judgment's the game. I love Judgment. I think it's got a great story. I'm, I'm thinking think of the top three, game. actually. I'm torn. So, so I'm I'll, I'll give you where my head is at. I got Sekiro and RE2 or Definites okay. for me. Yeah, I, um, I think I agree with you there. I, I am I'd really put, torn. I think I put Outer Wilds up against it. I almost thought it. I did. I thought about Outer Wilds before I even thought about Outer Worlds. I liked Outer Worlds a lot. I did. I really liked that game. It was a lot of fun. But it wasn't... <sighs> I didn't want to like... I just didn't... I wasn't in love with Outer Worlds. I, I so, loved it. Same. I wasn't in love with Outer Worlds, I think, in the same way. Outer Wilds kind of had this magic around me. You're going to debate this. I think Super Smash Brothers should take it. I really do. That's just me. And I know you won't agree. 
That will be me. You've played Control. No, keep Control. No, no. Should we have a Rich Game of the Year top three and an Eric? (laughs) No, no, no. I don't think that's... Well, that's what our lists are for. I know, but I feel like you play Control and that's a genuine contender. Okay, so here's the thing. You've Um, talked to me about it so much and said it was so good. I have not come here with proper arguments this week, so this category I'm actually going to let slip on the down to three. I think everything that's on this list right now, I'm going to leave for the big conversation. Oh, hell yeah. Because this is going to be the biggest conversation. I'm genuinely... let, Let me tell you... I'm genuinely gonna give this some thought. So am I. Because I, that's I, it's hard. I hope we we should both have our game our longer form game of the year write ups done before that. So mm. that'll help us, I think. But the nominees for ga- our game of the year are Sekiro, The Outer Wilds, The Outer Worlds, Control, Resident Evil Two Remake, and Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. I love it. I think it's great. Can we put um Donkey Kong Country on here? On on what? Best old game? <laughs> no, game of the year. I don't think it qualifies. <laughs> oh, wait. I think I can make that decision. Thank you. No. Um, that's a good list. I dig it. I dig that list. Oh, I love Outer Wilds. It's so funny you mentioned that. That was my first go-to, too. I was thinking, well, of course, it's going to be Sekiro and Outer Wilds. But what? And then I saw Resident yeah. Evil. I'm like, well, that, too. And then... Uh, you know what's funny is when I was initially making this list, too, I like kind <clears> of <throat> half forgot that RE2 came out this year. And then I was like, oh, fuck, that's like a contender. Even so if it spaces. doesn't win, my special mention is still going to be Outer Wilds, no matter what happens. It's so good. I can't recommend that game enough. I like, what's funny is I've been listening to the soundtrack again recently, and I think I'm going to be like pushing hard for that in that category. It's so relaxing. <sighs> what a great year for games. It's It's been a good one. I think so. I've had fun. Well, it's been stressful, but I've had fun. Yeah, not as much because of the games. Games stress me out. Sekiro stress me, me out. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Sekiro stress me out. It did. DMNC, DMC5 was just pure fun, but it stressed Give me, me that out sometimes. Hat. I tried to get some triple S ranks there. Um, it's a good list. I think so. So there you go, everybody. Your 2019 Gekis. Those are our, our nominees. We will uh, get a little more cutthroat with this next time. I will wear a dress. You know, I'll look a Mac. I will look no, fantastic. This is not. A, it's an audio podcast. I will. Over this. I will be loud. I was about to be like your gecko suit, but it's like again. There's no loudly. reason to be wearing that. Eric, please. There's no reason. I will be loud. I will get loud. My dress will be loud. Um, but uh, as we clock in here, I think that about does it for this week. Unless you got any more want to get into some. Uh, want to get out the brooms and start housekeeping? Yeah, it's housekeeping, baby. I got, I got a Star Wars to see. I want I want to talk about Star Wars next week. I, too. I'm seeing it in three hours, so. And but it's like the game of the year cast, and I want to talk about Star. Wars. <laughs> you know what I almost want to do is I want to do game of the year, <laughs> but then like cut it, do a separate recording where we just talk about Star Wars, so I could do like a 10 second delay and be like, "Are right, you guys still there? Let's talk about Star Wars. Let's talk about. Welcome to the number one Star Wars cast. Uh, housekeeping. Um, okay. I'm in the wrong Google Doc, which is why there's no information here. Um, housekeeping, everything is gone. Yeah, every, all the housekeeping is gone. Uh, blogs up and running, geckogamespodcast.wordpress.com. Big thanks to Ed Biquette for our intro. Big thanks to Heather Ramos for our logo. Ask us questions. Send them over to geckogamespodcast at gmail.com, and we might read them on the show. You can find us on Twitter. I am at the Richmeister Zero. Eric is at uh, beautiful underscore Eric. Uh, any other any other notes? Did I keep the house well? Do you have a ta- Do you have a top ten game of the year, game of the decade? Let us know, and we'll ignore it. Yeah, I'm gonna throw it out. You're gonna throw it in the no. Track. Wait, I, I really won't. <laughs> I won't. I'll read it. Wait, I'll read it. Here? I will at least read it before I'll I throw it out. I'll print it out on good paper and throw it away. <laughs> yeah, come on, uh, come on, please, please. 
Send us your game of the years, though. Let us know if you actually played a game that really struck you this year that is in our list or not. Spoil I would Star love to Wars hear it. In an email. Yeah, tell me, tell me that control is so fucking great again, and that you're a buffoon. Yeah, I get, I get that enough. So just tell me it again. Um, but thank you everybody for listening, and um, uh, be safe. Yeah. You want to know what I love, really quick? I'm what? so sorry. You want to know what I love? I always think of um, Bill Jones. Burr. Bill Burr was on the recent episode of The Mandalorian. Did you see that? Tw- I forget who tw- I retweeted this thing where it's like Bill Burr's accent in The Mandalorian implies the existence of some sort of space Boston. Yeah, space Boston. Um, Bill Burr was on an ep- not the last episode, the previous episode. Um, but the last episode was so good. He has a podcast, and every time somebody writes to Bill Burr, they write him a question. And they just say, always, thanks, and go fuck yourself. And I think it's just so... I laugh every time. So I was about to tell the audience the very same. No, thanks. But I had an Anchorman PTSD moment where it's a go fuck yourself San Diego. Go fuck yourself, Gecko Gamers. I can't. I've been been conditioned to just tell people to go fuck themselves. Um, Yeah, thank you so much for listening. Welcome to the Geckies. Be safe. My game of the year is Donkey Kong Or Hanukkah or whatever you celebrate. Yeah, have a happy holidays. Have a good Xmas if you're down like that. I like to keep the Christ in Christmas. I don't care about that at all. I, I, I really don't either. I'm just saying. Have a happy Hollandaise if you like a Hollandaise sauce. Get. Ignore Rich. I'm so sorry. I'm going to end the show right there. Have a happy Hollandaise.